That's if you show up. Sometimes you decide to take cruises. Jesus. That's, that's, that's cold. Well, if you decide to be sensitive about it, so I'm going to use that against you. <laughs> I'm a sensitive guy, man. I'm a, you know, I'm a cancer. I'm a cancer, oh. too. There you are. Yes, so you, yes, you, you are. Money. Me and you, we're... Don't worry, I grow on you. Souls. God, Lord. Welcome back. The plans are optional. We've made it back from Thanksgiving. We've probably eaten too much. Neil made it back from his cruise. Woo. Marty refuses to read the book. Neil finally picked it up today. So we're right on schedule, as always. Uh, as I you started it, too. I started it. Oh, he started it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you remember, the book is... Uh, what, what's the book, Neil, since you started it? The Q. By... By some guy whose name I can't pronounce. Um, By a woman. A woman. Okay, <laughs> even better. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. I mean, how... Uh, I, I think, yeah. I, I can't even remember the name of the author now, and I finished it a few weeks ago. I'm going to start reading it again. So I'll be on my second time through. Hopefully by the time I finish it, we'll be able to have a conversation about it. Yeah. Our I'm inaugural only, book for the book club. I'm only 20 minutes in, but it was uh, it was a good start. Oh, okay. All right. Who's going to finish first, Marty or Neil? I don't know, but I bet our listeners can weigh in on their vote. Uh, last week, we had Canadian Neil on. Yes, Canadian Neil. We, we hurt Neil's feelings, apparently, by doing that. You, have you recovered, Neil? I, I, I'm just happy to be back. I missed you guys. Real, I just real Neil. The real Neil. It's good you got Canadian. It's like you, you, you at least you stayed in the Commonwealth. You, well, that, that was the intention was to mm-hmm. hurt your feelings, but not too much. Yeah, I appreciate it. No, uh, but Peter was on. We appreciate it. He, uh, he had a good time. You'll probably be hearing from him again. He got a sister started listening and she actually is more active now than peter she's been catching up on the backlog of episodes she had some great suggestions for the x-men characters for recasting mm-hmm. do you guys remember that episode yeah. yes she she came through that was she that came was through huge. i i thought uh mads as uh magneto was the strongest of her choices yeah it might be a little bit old but i, I can see it though I can. I, I think that's that's a really good one. And then she had like uh, Ben Kingsley or Samuel L. Jackson as Professor X. Ooh. I, so so between Ben Kingsley or Samuel L. Jackson for Professor X, what would you guys choose? Uh, I would do Sam. Sam Jackson. Yeah, you know, because he was in those glass movies, right? You remember those, yes. the three... Were they all Shyamalan movies, or was just one of them Shyamalan? They're they're all they're all uh, yeah yeah. And he yeah yeah I would go with him. Um, I I would go with uh, Kingsley. Kingsley, why? Because you have El, you have Jackson as Nick Fury already. Mm. Oh, so you want to rope it into the Marvel? Yes, universe. Yes, I do. But okay. that's just okay. the guilt. That's selfish on my part. Ben Ben Kingsley's already in the cinematic universe, though, too. Is he? 
Yeah, he was. Uh, he, he played uh, Trevor in Iron Man Three, who was the actor for the stand-in for the man. And uh, don't worry about uh, it. Um. Oh, uh, the Mandarin. That's who he was standing in for. Trevor. He was an actor hired to play the Mandarin, and then he goes to jail. Okay. okay. Well, it's not as prominent of a role, obviously. So, pick the lesser of two evils there. But uh, no, she's she's been commenting. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. What else have we missed on Facebook? Um, Francis has been sending me a lot of messages and really wants us to do another uh, signs of the end of the world. Signs uh, of the end of the world. So. Uh, we might need to be, do another one of those episode boys um, oh. with articles. Um, she sent me, or not, she, uh, he has sent me uh, quite a few. Um, one about how humans has killed 83% of mammals and half the plant population, or plant species. So, a quite literal uh, sign of the end of the world. Do you Man. need to have biological life for this world to be... For us to exist, yes. For us. As but... an extinction, <laughs> an extinction level of event. event right, yes. but the, the world would still be here, right? Oh, so it's not the end of... True. That's a good point of where we draw I mean, the Earth the is going to be here for a long time past us. Okay. I mean... But will... Okay, will it... If we get wiped out... Due to right. stupidity or whatever, then do you think, given enough time, because the the Earth will be here for we know how long it'll be here for, will there be enough time for another humanity? I mean, there would, scientifically speaking, I guess, for us. Do to, you remember the name of that video you shared with me, Neil? Uh, oh, that one about. The how long the, the the like a time lapse of the universe. I forgot yeah, what basically it has a time lapse of the universe, but you know, for the first portion of it, it has the Earth, right? Yeah. So, if you can take into account how long it took us to get to where we are now, right? Do we have enough of those same conditions if we were to accidentally off ourselves? Right. I guess the question sort of becomes form. whether or not we mess it up so bad that we prevent any life from re-thriving after some period of time has elapsed. So there's no way to know, I guess. Depends on how we mess it up. True. Yeah. Because we it's know the Earth is about. capable of it. But then, even then, even if it produces life, it doesn't mean that it's going to produce the same type of, of um, uh, mammals, so to speak, that we are. Like, it could just make more, could be dinosaurs again or something like that, right? It's true. They deserve a second chance. They, yeah, they do. I feel like they've been kind of screwed a bit. <laughs> then, uh, lastly, Francis has also immortalized us on Urban Dictionary. We have an Urban Dictionary definition for our plans are optional now. Uh, <laughs> That's cool. no. That's great. We're a proper noun. What do you mean, a decent oh, no? <laughs> what, what do we oh no <laughs> i just i don't know have you guys ever spent any time on that website there's a lot of sketchy definitions on there i know but still well here here's our definition a a proper noun a decent podcast made by three mildly funny tired and relatable middle-aged nerds who struggle <laughs> with recording equipment but still make it work 
Wow. Hey, talking about recording equipment, Neil's on to another mic. I so like we're going to see what this sounds like. Because we have home. no idea. I'm, it's beyond the mic now. I've got a stand. I've got a, a cover. And I've got one of those filter things. And a better mic, according to the reviews. So, <laughs> And did you test it out? No. Of no. course not. Okay. Um, well, I want to read you the, the example that they gave because they you give you a scenario setting. Uh, another person, are you listening to any pod? <laughs> are you listening to any podcast right now? Me plans are optional. Why don't you just say no instead of trying to sound mysterious? Uh, the reply is no. That's the name of the podcast. Plans are optional. So, do we have a mysterious podcast name? I don't know. I never thought of that. I just thought it was kind of indicating that you're going to get whatever we put out. Indicating that we have no idea what we are doing. See, that's the best place to be as a listener, in my opinion. I don't want to turn on something and know what's going to happen next. I just want to weekend, just surprises. It's just a bag. It's just a bag of dicks, basically. Oh, Jesus, bag of dicks. Okay. See, I I did it. No one knew. No one knew that was coming. No, no. Yeah. Well, this is episode 37. Uh, It's uh, reminiscent of Clerks, the movie Clerks, which also references dicks. So there you go. Oh, I actually think I've seen the whole thing. I've seen it, but I don't. Your references are lost on me. Anything about it. All right, well, it's going to be mysterious because I'm going to leave it at that one. You need to watch it, Clerks. It's a a staple. It's an independent film staple. I highly recommend that you you, you check it out. But Uh, 37, 37 is a magical number. Uh, I've always known that you've been fascinated with the number 37. Not not even fascinated, but it's been... Well, Clerks is one of the the, um, basis of that, like, background to that so it's um kind of an inside running joke um but the movie clerks definitely has a play in it but there's other things that 37 okay plays or it's like you look at a clock and it just always seems like the time is 37 37 o'clock and so like it just to me that's my lucky number but whatever um but um okay do you have a lucky number neil uh no, I have an unlucky number. What? That is that's not even a thing. Okay, new new question. No, Did you listen to the episode last week? No. Okay, I have a question for you. Okay. Do you know what TikTok is? No. Oh. Oh okay. yeah, it's a yeah, it's an app, isn't it? Apparently. Yeah. But I think I think uh, Marty thought you would know what it is, or some uh, maybe Peter thought it's you would know what it it's is. It's a Chinese um, social app, isn't it? Yes, I, yeah. I have no idea. I've never used it, but oh, apparently I, I you're going to be running our uh, our, TikTok. our TikTok. Oh, am I? <laughs> I guess yes. I better figure out really what it is then, because I only know of it through hearing other people talk about it. Oh, but not and, us, because you don't listen to our podcast. Well, I wasn't in it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, no, no. I see how it is. Yeah, no, you've been you've been in the podcast more than I have. So, do we need? To have a TikTok? Is that like a thing now that it's that popular that we have to I, have a TikTok? I have no idea what it is or if we actually need one. Marty, do we actually need one? 
Yes, you have the Twitter. I have the the Facebook. Right. Neil needs the right. TikTok. But do we need one? Yes, yes, absolutely. Why? Because why not? Oh, it's short form mobile no, video. No, you so can't ask why like not funny. when I'm asking why. I I think it would up our viewer interaction, and people can follow us on another media and see another part of our nerdy lives. All right. Well, let's let's see. If you guys want us to have a TikTok, if you want Neil to operate this TikTok, we sound I sound so old right here. Um, if you want Neil to operate the TikTok, you can get us on our other social media. Plans are optional at Facebook or optional plans on Twitter and let us know. What what's the over under that that we need to make this happen? 5 5 people. That's that's asking too much. So let's go with it. You know, I mean, I'm looking at their website. It it, it sounds it's a, it's a short form video site, so I guess it's kind of like Vine or something. Um, Didn't Vine die? It yes. did, and apparently TikTok came along. Um, but it means I have to do videos, which is sounds like significantly more work than the other platforms. But I'll give it a shot. I'll download it on my phone tomorrow. <laughs> but I feel like you guys are going to have to send me videos on your end as well. I, I don't even know what these videos are. No, I still don't. All I know that it's a Chinese app. Well, looking at it, it's the same old crap. There's idiot people with no talent on the internet doing nothing. Then we can just put our podcast <laughs> We fit on in. There. Exactly. We we'll fit, fit in perfectly. It's all good. Okay. All right. This works. Yeah. I didn't realize how necessary this was until you gave it that that definition. Well, just to give you context, I see a man dancing, another dude pouring a glass of Sprite into a champagne glass, a can of Sprite into a champagne glass, and, you know, a person uh, pouring out some self-served soft, soft whip ice cream from a machine. So there you go. <laughs> okay. Arbitrary internet stuff. Well, that, that seems like it would be really engaging. Well, must be they're doing this well. <laughs> uh, working at the middle school, it is it is the app to have. Snapchat is not Google anymore. It's dead? Is it dead it's now? TikTok. I have coworkers that the only way I can get a hold of them is through Snapchat. Huh. I, I don't... I, I don't deny that that's probably true. Like... Did, are you malfunctioning, Marty? What was that? Yes, I am malfunctioning. <laughs> I I need okay. I need a beer. <laughs> oh, well, too bad you can't. Uh, Neil, how was your cruise? It was good. It was very good. Um, my first cruise, I I enjoyed it. Um, Did you get to uh, stand on what would be the bow of the ship? Hold your arms out. Say so you're the king of the word world. No, that kind of area of the ship. The ship is is ginormous. Um, that area of the ship was not. Was it bigger, accessible, or smaller than the Titanic? I think they're bigger than the ti- the Titanic was. By a the Titanic lot. was big for its time, but by today's modern cruise ships. But the name is the Titanic. It has I know, to be it's, monstrous. It's silly, right? It's it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> But no, okay, the ship so you didn't was, do that. The ship was huge. The trip was good. Uh, Mexico was fun. Um, 
I have plenty I could say. Um, you know, like anything, there's things you like and things you don't. Um, did you get to draw anyone like a French girl? Did, did I get to draw a French girl? Draw anyone like a French girl. Draw. As in yes, with draw. A, with a pencil. Well, you he, could have used pen if you're bold. Okay. Uh, no, the question has confused me. Or charcoal. <laughs> or oil. <laughs> Do they get to draw a French girl? No. Oh, maybe maybe Neil shouldn't be in charge of our TikTok. He yeah. doesn't get these references. See, I'm just, I'm too old for this nonsense. The references don't work on me. This was like the top movie, 1997. You're only like 45 then. You're talking about Titanic. I never saw the Titanic. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, so I didn't why. either. It sank in 1912. Or... Oh, my God. Oh, that's Is that your joke idea. of the week? That's awful. No. That's it. That was it. That's. We're <laughs> d- I'm going to cut that to the end. You don't need another joke. Okay. Uh, well, no, Neil just said he hadn't he hadn't seen the Titanic, so it was just natural. But right. whatever. No, but just um, to cut it quick. Great time. Kids had a good time. Um, it, it was it was cool. Would I do it again? Uh, I would, but it's a little overpriced. Um, and I'm more, I realize really? now I've done a cruise, I'm more of a, like the excursions off the shore are much more interesting to me than just being on a ship for days. Um, because that does get a little bit kind of tiresome. So, you know, I'm probably more of a traditional vacationer or adventure vacationer type, but it was good to do. Um, and I can see why certain people do it and I can see why old people do it for sure. Um, and oh, it's vac- he's trying to bring back his youth. Yeah. It's very convenient. Uh, the food, there's a lot of food, man. There's a lot of food. A lot of food and a lot Which of food. Which is perfect because like, it was Thanksgiving week. It was. I mean, it was drink after drink after drink, followed by food and more food and more food. So in that respect, it was very relaxing and a good time. Right on. Well, we're happy you're back. We're happy you didn't sink. Yeah. A little I disappointed you get, didn't get to draw someone like a French girl. I have to watch the Titanic now. I've been avoiding that movie for 25 years, and now, I, now I'm going to have to go and do it. Has your wife seen it? I uh, don't think she has. I think it's, Well, you guys it's, can make it into a date night. It's something we have in common. Um, <laughs> well, you can also have the same thing in common as watching it. True. I do remember when that movie came out, I avoided it for a whole year. And it was still in the theater, and I finally broke down and saw it with my family. Which, yeah, it was it was there for a long time. Yeah, I mean it's a good movie. I'll give it that. Yeah, no, it it was it was, it was all right. I remember I went and saw it with family when I was younger, and then uh, this this Thanksgiving, my sister asked me, "Hey, why don't you put together a uh, Thanksgiving playlist?" and I was thinking, like, there's really no good Thanksgiving playlist. There's no music that's iconic with Thanksgiving. So we started just going down while we're they they were preparing food, and I was just kind of sitting around being lazy. Uh, but we started going through different years of music, and I said 1997, I think it was, or 1998, and she picked the top songs in the UK, and the theme song for the Titanic came on, brought me back to it. Mm-hmm. Well, but but Thanksgiving. Do you guys have any like Thanksgiving songs? There's there's the Adam Sandler Thanksgiving song, right? But 
For me, Good. not being American, obviously, so I didn't grow up around Thanksgiving, but since living here, just play the Lord of the Rings soundtrack because I always watch the all the Lord of the Rings around Thanksgiving. So that would work. Um, I think you could do some miss like miss um uh, Christmas songs that are no. not specifically tied to to saying the holiday like um over the river and through the woods to grandma's house we go. I mean some people probably have Thanksgiving at grandma's house. And yeah. so some people have snow. I mean I've snow here a little bit, a little light dusting. So I, I think you could do some of those, but no specific Thanksgiving songs come to mind. Um it, I can't it's even... a lacking genre. We should probably make a Thanksgiving album, guys. Okay. We we can do it. Are we are we gonna take a holiday to to Canada and go record in the professional studio and uh, I think we should head back to Montana and use the ten dollar mic because that came out great. It did. It really did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jake, we're coming your way. We're gonna record a Thanksgiving album. Prepare your bellies. It's gonna be a feast for the ears and the and in the stomach yes yes coming your way holiday 2020 uh, hold on now that's a little soon <laughs> but, 2022 uh, okay i can work with that How how's your thanksgiving marty i was good uh parents are divorced so that means two thanksgivings it means uh i gained the weight that i had lost it found me again, so um, yeah, gotta, gotta have that. Ooh. Yeah, so I realized, so for work, for my insurance, my medical insurance, I, I go get my blood drawn, basically it's just a biometric screening, they, mm-hmm. you know, all my measurables, they take them, and if I hit, hit certain thresholds, I get discounts on my insurance, right? I realized for the past four years, I've done it pretty much directly after thanksgiving i'm going in tomorrow to do it i'm Ooh. like i am not a smart man no you got to do that <laughs> before thanksgiving yeah but i always put it off because i don't really like needles and getting my blood drawn so i'm right there with you um i i remember you have a very strong aversion to needles and eyes and but eyes and, I, it's yeah. eyes it's not like needles necessarily but eyes anything to do with eyes anyone being near my eyes kind of bugs me so when I got my eyebrows waxed, that took a lot of trust, okay? <laughs> took a lot of trust. <laughs> um, but, uh, Why did well, you get your eyebrows waxed? Because she asked if I wanted it done, and just... I tend to say yes to things before I think them through. Okay. So, yeah. Well, the only now, other... Go. Now she just does it for fun, I think. She doesn't to... charge me for it. She to torture you. Yeah. So. Well, that might help you get over your fear. I don't know. I don't think it will. I don't think that's ever going to be a thing. Well, the only other highlight that I had this week was I picked up Jedi Fallen Order. I got to only play one day. Um, that game's hard. That's, oh. that's what the kid on, what was it, Omegle? He said yeah. it's hard. Like, I, I'm 
I'm, I'm I'm used to some of the other combat styles of like the Arkham City games and and uh, where you kind of combo or deflect or other things, but it's kind of you know push the button and you just go to the next attack and everything. And then God of War, it's combos and other things, little button mashing. But this one you have to time buttons and actually be a little bit more methodical with your with your uh, with your fights in the game. And it, the timing and everything, it matters. It really matters. And so it, it, you get punished for it. And, you know, I've, I've died a lot. And it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's, it, there's one section where I, I probably spent like a good hour just sitting there because I couldn't get through it. Like, you have to. Like just sitting there despondent or just trying to get through it? on that section trying to get through it because I couldn't do it. So you jump onto a rope and you have to swing to another rope into a section of enemies, defeat all of those enemies, then jump onto another rope, swing onto an incline thing that you kind of slide down and you have to turn and navigate that and you're going pretty fast. Jump onto another rope, jump off that rope. So it's basically pitfall... Meets Dynasty uh, Warriors. <laughs> Pitfall. Love it. But as you're getting into this last section where I kept dying, you swing onto that last rope and then you jump onto another section. And then the last section is an S-bend that gets narrower and you're going really fast and you can't steer at all. Like I said, I, I spent like 40 minutes to an hour on this just one section of this one game in the very first like planet of actually going part of it. If you play the game, you know what I'm talking about. And it was, is the story good so far? But it's, yes, it is good. Uh, I wish it could be a little bit more closer to star Wars, but I, I understand they're making up other canon stuff that gives them a little bit more leeway and room to play for expanded games. But it's pretty good. So far, uh, the next planet I'm going to is Kashyyyk. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, with the Wookies and Tarful. So I'm I'm pretty excited for it. I've, you know, I probably put six hours in, in total, um, and it's going pretty well. And I'm on like the basic, not the easiest setting, but I'm on the second easiest setting, and it's taking me this this long. So, um, there you go. There, that's my review, guys. But it's good so far. I, it's, I highly, it's, it's beautiful. I highly recommend in it. In review, or it's in progress, the review yes. is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll pick it up. I might eventually. But Well, when I'm done with it, I can also just let you borrow it. Oh, yeah. You just send it in the mail like you did the shirt. No, I'll be over in Seattle more often than you think, so. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's foreboding. <laughs> <laughs> love you too man love hanging Time out with leave. you <laughs> no uh how was your thanksgiving you were in oh, chicago yeah well, it was chicago area but no it was good i don't have much to uh talk about there I, so my sister and her husband wanted to do a podcast there but then they actually never really made time for it unfortunately so we won't have that episode but uh, we did 
do something that would have been great to talk about that I now get to talk to you guys about. Yes, I did see pictures of this, and I've been pretty interested to see how this <laughs> turns out. Oh, man. Okay, so it turns out that there's a festival that's been going on for 37 years now. Woo! And it's based on using all you can. So every year you get a lot of turkeys for Thanksgiving, but what do you do with the testicles? Well, you eat them, of course. Apparently, yeah. So there's that I asked a few guys there, I was like, Well, how did this thing even start, right? And that's the story. He was like, Well, it's just a guy that, you know, asked what he could buy them for and figured out something to do with them, so they fry them. And it's the Turkey Testicle Festival. Yep. And Neil's so, face. Uh, <laughs> God. Yeah. Yeah. So so we we had heard about this and we were debating do we want to do it do we should we do it i don't know like eventually we're like ah, let's just let's go let's we're, we're gonna hit up a brewery on the way we're go we're gonna go do it and when we get to the brewery a couple of people come in they're like oh yeah no the the wind it was pretty windy that day it closed down the main tent of the festival and we're like oh maybe it's not going on but we decided to go through anyways and see what's going on so normally there'd be some bands playing and a lot more going on. But in this case, it was just a bar with an outside portion, which was freezing cold and an inside portion that was packed to the gills. But you could go there and you can get these cups of turkey testicles that were fried <laughs> and you could try them. And I'm just saying for the $5 cup, they gave you entirely too many. <laughs> all right like oh, i would have been happy with just trying one but yeah. then my my brother-in-law was like well you know they come in pairs i'm like oh no <laughs> yeah so you could have lanced armstrong did it like just just one this had one. yeah that's true so uh, the first one is pretty rough uh it's i saw even the idea like i don't really mind the idea of some things uh but it's just it was an, kind of the best way to describe it would be like just a spongy, meaty, awful chicken nugget. Yeah, the the closest thing that I imagine it would be like is calamari. Uh not it wouldn't be that chewy, no. It's not that chewy. No. Uh, but uh so the first one, like, we both bought bit into it and we're just sitting there and we're we're making eye contact now with <laughs> testicles in our mouth. That's not and, awkward. That's not awkward at all. <laughs> and we're both chewing, right? And I, I can sense from him, it's not getting any better, just like it's not getting any better for me. The more you chew, the more this gamey flavor comes out. Oh, God. Yeah, it was it was bad, right? <laughs> and so we, we finally get it down after like a minute. It felt like a minute. Wow. And then he was like, well, they come in pairs. So he grabs the smallest one. And I grabbed what I thought was also small. But nope, it was giant. It had a bit buried. It was a, it was a surprise. And I grab it. I, I'm like, okay, well, this is it. This is the one. Um, it's a grower, I, not a shower. Yeah. yeah. So I, I take a bite of half of it. That was a mistake. Because I still had the other half to go, right? Yeah, that's a bad idea. But the girl, there's a girl that was walking around with trays of these cups of testicles, right? And she had a bottle of hot sauce. And so 
mouth half full of testicle. I'm like, hey, come over here. And she comes over. I grab, grab the hot sauce upon the second half of that one. And it made a world of difference. Right. It was almost bearable then. I don't know yeah. if it just covered up the taste, but of course. You, know, you get a little Tabasco on there. That's the trick to turkey testicles, folks. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I got a shirt out of it. And, you know. And a great story. You're going to be able to tell Well, looking story. back at it, I could have just walked in there, had a few beers, and bought the shirt. But I, I made the mistake of actually trying them, too. So. <laughs> well. So, I, so the, but if they're that bad, did everyone else have the same sentiment? Because this, whoever came up with this idea has clearly made it into quite a, an event. Yeah, it's all that said, bad, it's like, it doesn't. It, how can it last? You know. Like, well, that, that's what gonna... I'm saying. It's the 37th year, and so normally they have bands playing. There's a lot of beer flowing. Okay, so there's it's probably just other event. vendors. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a whole event now yeah. at this point. It's not just we come around here to you know eat, eat testicles and leave. <laughs> I, but I think you know probably some people eat them out of nostalgia, and maybe some people learn to like them. I, I'm sure you probably could, but. I just wasn't up for it. I didn't eat all the way up until the next day. The next day was Thanksgiving. I, I did not eat until Thanksgiving. It had done that for me. It's wow. rare. Huh. It's so rare. On, on a previous episode, we talked about festivals that you would go to. Is the Turkey Testicle Festival a festival you would go back to, Andrew? Absolutely, yes. All right. So it can be that bad. I mean. No, if- no. I would absolutely go again. I want to see the full full thing with with the main tent opened up i'd probably even try the testicles again just because i think it's hard to go to something like that and you know not partake yeah you've got to participate yeah well i know there's what rocky mountain oysters which are bulls testicles and um one of our friends um jake in montana his his dad owns a farm and I know another one of our friends um, wanted to get some fresh and make some Rocky Mountain oysters here where where Andrew grew up and where I live. So um, what what other animal testicles do we consume? Like, do you guys know? Pig. Pig testicles. Pig testicles. (laughs) Ever had a hot dog? (laughs) I believe cows and pigs. (laughs) Those are funny shaped testicles there. I'm just saying. Um, cause I mean, there has to be other types of, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want to try Rocky Mountain oysters now just to see what the comparison is. There we go. Looks like we got, we got some, well, I mean, if somebody wants to leave us a review or a description of what Rocky Mountain oysters taste like. Is it an to... awful spongy meaty chicken nugget? That gets more gamey as you chew on it? Yeah. Let me know. And better with <laughs> hot sauce? Uh, a lot of things are better with hot sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other news from Chicago, though? Mm-hmm. Nope. Not, I don't know. Did I miss something? No, I just... <laughs> I, I don't know. If there's <laughs> Trick You're question. stalking me on the social media, Marty. Maybe you saw something. I just figured you would like to share about your travels more. What? No. I just want to talk about me eating testicles. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, uh, that brings us into the article. Marty has an article this week. I do. Uh, so, did you know that there is an apostrophe 
uh, what what's the actual title here? I want to talk. I want to get this right. Um, where did it go? Um, dang it! I had this apostrophe. Protection Society has closed its doors. That's right, folks. There is a group of people in the world that were making it their cause to protect the apostrophe. That's right, the punctuation, the apostrophe, and are against its improper use. Oh, so they're grammar Nazis. Yes, actual grammar Nazis. Well, I mean... They yes. shut their doors. I absolutely believe these people exist. So uh, the reason that they have cited as their reason for shutting down is that the apostrophe is much abused, but that people simply are ignorant and they're too lazy to be convinced otherwise that this is a worthwhile cause. What is the proper use of an apostrophe? That's what I want to know. Uh, from the top of their uh, their display board, it says perfection, gentlemen's hairdressers. So, like um, how it um, is used in in um, showing possession or other things um, in terms. So that's that's how it it, it functions. Um, so, yeah, that's. That's it. Um, this guy, uh, John Richards, he was a formal jur- former journalist, um, and he started this thing in 2001. That's right. This Apostrophe Protection Society has been going since 2001. When he started it, he thought he'd only have like 12 people that would be interested in this cause, but he got a couple hundred people instead. So it was actually a pretty big thing. Um, so big that we didn't hear about until now after it's canceled right <laughs> but question is what did they actually do in their in their act in their you know activism did they stage protests the were they like if you misused one they were on you they would like jump on you and be like you misused it they would educate people on the proper use of how and when to use apostrophes in what context just randomly walking up to people in the street or how were they doing how are they educating people about this because i know i was educated in school (laughs) about using apostrophes they had insiders in your school. I don't I think it was it might have been the apostrophe protection society but i'm not sure you know I guess not, because I was done with school by then. All right. So when do you use an apostrophe um, in the word it's? After it the depends. T and the S. It's a contraction. So explain. That's, if it, that's ex- if it is. It is. You get rid of the I and the apostrophe is a replacement. When do you not use the apostrophe? When it's not a contraction and not a pos- not possession. It doesn't mean a possessiveness no you don't oh. use a po- po- apostrophe in that time at that time when it shows possession because you only use it when it's contraction for that word right mm-hmm. right yeah for that particular case yeah but well, i mean what about apo- apostrophes on the outside of s's in different words when do you use that for if pl- it ends with an s yeah for plurality ending in an s right 
So, uh, outside of that, I honestly don't know when it would be improper to use apostrophe or not. But apparently this is a big deal that over 500 people were supporting this this group from... Supporting how? Like, they they signed up on a website online and said they supported it and then did nothing for the next 15 (laughs) years until it shut down? I think so. Sounds about uh, right. Yeah. So uh, people are from the United Kingdom, America, Australia, France, Sweden, Hong Kong, and Canada. There would be some Canadians in there. A, a bit passive aggressive play by them, but you know what? I'm happy they're standing up for something. <laughs> so uh, one of the other questions, I and I know Andrew hates these questions, but if this society is dying out because people just don't care or they're lazy about it, or the use of appropriate apostrophes. Which, you have to take that with a grain of salt, right? Really. Right. But yeah. my, my question to you is, what else is dying in the world or being used improperly just because we're too lazy to really care? Honestly, See, everything. Everyone doesn't give a fuck about anything. I learned this from my cruise. People just don't give a shit anymore. It is it is a downward spiral. You can't just I, say everything. No. You got to pick something. Okay, okay. He's going to go okay. with his big general claim. I'm going to no, disagree with him. I got one Before thing. we break it down, no, you're done, Neil. You're I, done. I got one thing. I got one thing. Well, hold on to it. All right. Okay, I'm holding. Before we bring back Canadian Neil and really kick you off this thing. <laughs> no, I don't think people are lazy. I think there's an evolution to language and how we use it. Absolutely. The English language proves that. Yeah. And, it's adopted and so, so many I, other I don't things. think it's necessarily that people are lazy, but it, it changes with the times. Language Sometimes it trick. changes a little too quick for some people yeah. to appreciate, but I'm not going to get all worked up about it. If I can understand what someone's trying to tell me through words or through text, I'm going to be happy with that. I mean, you're right. I think in the language is a is it's organic, right? So you're correct, but I also think that it's also there's people that are very very attached to, um, you know, the history of language and the the use of language as, as an expression in a formal. Do sense. Do you know who those people are? They're they're the fourth graders on TV asking for the language of origin for a five-syllable word that you're never going to use in real life. For the spelling bee? Yeah. I I think that argument goes both ways, though, because there's a lot to language. Like, language is the root of of our... It's the root of our intellect. Of what? Of our intellect, of of our human um, progression. Language is so critical to, to what differentiates us from almost anything else and how we've how we've come so far language and models of language are so significant this yeah but haven't you seen finding nemo ne- you know yeah. the whales communicate yeah. through language no no I, i'm not saying they don't i'm, I'm not saying that that's not my point but i would I, say there's a lot to be said for the preservation of language just as much as there is to be said for the fact that language is an evolving but thing. It's i agree preserved, with both sides of the and argument. you can have records of it but doesn't mean it can't change. No, no, absolutely. Right. But 
things like grammar. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't care. Don't get me wrong. I'm not part of the apostrophe protection society, but. Um, I think you're, uh, I think you are. But they do I think serve, we've outed I mean, you. It does serve a purpose, though. They, 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 they do exist for good reason. And when they're disregarded completely, then you lose, you lose nuance. You lose subtlety. And if you're losing those things, then you're actually not necessarily moving in a, uh, in a positive direction on a, on, a, on a larger scale. I mean, why do you guys care about apostrophes? You got the book that we're going to be reading for a book club on audiobook. You, you think I bought the book. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, did you, what, what did you do, Marty? <laughs> I bought the Who audiobook. did you kill? <laughs> I, and that, that I'm kind of guilty of. Um, I would say, I, I would agree with Neil to a point, but I would say he is being too general. I would say sure. that it's, written language in the form of mm. being able to read it and communicate it to past or, fu- or to future generations beyond so that this is coming down from, you know, we're not writing correctly from generations past and this and that. Um, I work at a school, I work at a school and I have to collect permission forms and sometimes the kids have to sign them and I go, okay, sign your name. And they look at me and they're like, I, I don't know how to do a signature because we're not teaching cursive anymore. We're not teaching how to read like those kind of skills of your um, to the new generation. So, um, you know, we're now everything's typed. How do you how do you write an A? Why is the A in that form? Why is the alphabet in the sequential order of it? it like aside, there's a reason aside for from it. your signature. How often do you guys write in cursive? My handwriting is a blend of printing and cursive. Yeah, you, yeah, but how okay, often do here. you still so, write though? Like, I mean, I any time I would write, I would write in cursive. But how often do you actually write with a pen and a, with a pen? Or a, pen? I, a lot. I write I, a lot of notes okay. through the day. So you do. So I you, still you write plenty. Personal notes, like it's shorthand. It's it's like I said, oh. it's changed. It's evolved for me. Like if I was to give this to someone to read. There's no way. I'm a doctor. Right. I still like to take notes. Um, When I was in college, I actually found myself learning better by taking handwritten notes. And I would fold up a crossword puzzle right to the next, next to my notepad. And I would do the crossword puzzle and keep my brain going when when I wasn't taking notes. And when I got a laptop finally and I took that and I found myself looking at ESPN and other things and who knows yeah, you, what. You and so like I, I, I'm more productive when I'm sitting there watching a web webinar or something and I'm taking hand notes and not typing it up. Yeah. Like, yeah I'm always taking notes or doodling or doing something with my hand on paper when I'm taking a class. I took a class a couple of weeks ago and you know, the whole time I, I wrote notes, I didn't ever go back to really look through them, but just the act of writing notes and, you know, simple things here and there helped me remember what I needed for it. Yeah, that's how the brain works, right, for a lot of people. It's, if, it's very if my brain works. Yeah. All right. But you know, you know what Marty said, just to go back to the apostrophe thing, I, I think you're right. I think that the apostrophe stuff is more significant in the context of writing, which and in the con- and in the context of reading, uh, you know, more, you know, books, basically. And I think that 
it's almost analogous with like fake news. It's like for the for the youth of today, what they read is is anecdotal. It's informal. It's eighty percent of the time. It's basically drivel, or it's it's, it's un, it, it lacks form um, because it's all on the internet. It's all through social mm-hmm. media. It's all through whatever. Um, so in those contexts, yeah, your apostrophe and your grammar is just going to die, and that's probably points to the fact that these guys have given up. Um, so that's that's a bad thing in my my point of view. Well, I say bad. But- I mean, it's a change toward. A more ig- ignorance maybe sounds harsh, but it's definitely a change towards a less educated. Um, but I don't think there's just that on the internet. There's plenty of professional publications on the internet that use proper grammar and punctuation. Yeah, yeah, but most people are not reading that. I think that's the point here: is that most people aren't. Many are. Don't get me wrong. It's not like we've swung all the way, but it's got, obviously got. I think it gets to a point where. Um, our regular habitual consumption of things is through media forms and through forms of writing that lack that formality. So, of course, it, within a context of education, university, you know, people who, whatever, it's, it's out there, everything still exists, you can still continuously do that. But I think as a course of habit, like Marty said there, you know, you switch from doing crossword puzzles to doing to, 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 to spanning off into all these other avenues of information. It's the change from small, it's, it's the information feeds of, that, come across, that come through, and they're, they're so rapid, they're so fast, they, they change the way that language works. So it's not necessarily bad, it's just, um, I don't know, from my point of view, it's just uh, well, not. The, the same thing can be said for math, too. Um, you know, growing up, there was like, you need to learn your times tables. You need to also learn sure. how to divide. And yeah. you'll never have a calculator with you all the time. Right. It's a new modality. It's just a different modality. I have That's a phone. It yeah. It's a different way that we are, that we're training ourselves. If you think of us as just monkeys, it's, it's a different modality of operation that we, that we exist in. Um, what does that mean? I mean, I don't know. That's... You... you... I cut you off earlier, Neil. You said you had an example of something yep. else that's dying. Cue up, cue up the Finger Eleven <laughs> my, song. One now thing. My What's your one thing? It sounds so Neil? petty, though. It sounds so petty. Because <laughs> well, it is petty. Definitely have to hear it. So my example was because it was about people not caring, right? So my example was from. So I go on this cruise. Although I was corrected today when I discussed this with someone else slightly. So you have to bear. I do realize there's a different point of view, but. We were on this cruise ship, right? And so when we got on the cruise, I don't know if you saw it in the news, but it was my. There was actually an art, There was a news um, story this week about a cruise ship that docked in LA, and two percent of the entire crew and passengers, which amounted to about two hundred people, uh, were conf- uh, caught the norovirus. So it was on the news. There was. Uh, ten of them went to hospital. It, the norovirus is a is a gastrointestinal, like twenty four hour, really nasty virus. It's not life threatening unless you know you've got other yeah, issues. But it sucks uh, for a day. Yeah, it totally sucks, right? So a lot of people caught it because they're all contained on this ship, and uh, the fire fire brigade were there, the ambulance were there, and uh, anyway, long even news outlets were there. That was the ship. I was boarding. 
that was about to head back off to Mexico. Okay. So we get on the ship and they gave us a thing. They, they, they gave us this information and they said, if you do not want to get on the ship, that's fine. Uh, you can cancel right now. And we will, you know, without any penalties or fees, we'll give you another cruise of equivalent value in the future. Fine. Uh, most people didn't take that option. But what they did do, obviously, is, which is good, is they did a massive sanitization of the ship before we left. So it left five hours late. Um, and throughout the entire cruise, they were totally sanitizing everything. And as a, one of the things was, is instead of going to the buffet where people go and get the tongs and serve their own food and hand it to the next guy, they were having the crew members that they cordoned it off. They still had the buffet, but they were handing it to you. So the tongs only ever touched one pair of hands and, you know, people weren't sharing germs around. Nice. So, so, so what this meant was through my whole cruise, both at the buffet and at the restaurants, it's like in the morning, what do you want to drink? I'll have a coffee, please. So they bring me a coffee. They bring me a black coffee. And this happens not just on cruises, but it was particularly prevalent on the cruise. And I'm like, can I get some cream with the coffee or some milk with the coffee? And they give me this look like, whoever fucking heard of that? Whoever heard of cream with coffee? Why would you Could do that? Could that be a cultural thing? thing, though? That's what someone said to me today that on the East Coast, it's much like cream with coffee is a given. But on the West Coast, it's not, which I never really noticed before living on the West Coast for so many years. But it's like every single time, it's like you have to keep asking. And so I just come up to this conclusion, which is completely wrong, but no one cares. It's like they're just giving you the basics and then they want people just want but you to go away because they have better things to do with their time. than You ask for a you. coffee and you got a coffee and you're unhappy, Neil. I'm not unhappy, but like if I'm you serving sound someone, unhappy. I have served in a restaurant. I have waited at tables. I wouldn't just give someone a coffee and then just like fuck off for five minutes and leave them. It was the guy gives me in one case, I get a coffee and then I'm waiting and they don't come back for 10 minutes. And I'm like, can I get some cream? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Another 10 minutes. I get the cream. The coffee's so cold now. I need to get a new coffee. Because the cream or the so, milk. So why can't you just say, <laughs> could I get a coffee with cream and sugar the first go around? Why can't you just ask for that? Well, because it usually goes this way. It usually comes with, do you want a coffee? Oh, yeah, thanks. Thank you. I just, I don't know. I guess I just assume like people using apostrophes that they know what they're doing. <laughs> I feel you're both wrong. Okay. I, and when I, say, when I say you're both, I meant you and the waiter, Neil. Um, because <laughs> you did a half order of going, I would like a coffee with cream and sugar, please. And the waiter, when hearing that you ordered a, a coffee, go, oh, yes, would you like cream and sh- cream and right. sugar, sir? So okay, both, yeah, yeah. Of, that, both of you are fine. too lazy. Bad communicators. We're both not bad communicators. Yeah. So I... I, and I even am a terrible communicator, so I totally agree with even, that. That's fair. You know, TJ has said that once or twice on our. <laughs> she was surprised that you had a podcast or was doing a podcast because I think her direct quote was, "You're you're terrible at talking. <laughs> Why are you doing?" I uh, yeah. But it just you just said it in in the a few seconds ago where you're like when you ordered a coffee you're like 
okay, yeah. And thank you. It, like, you, you still left it out, like, expecting to get the cream and sugar. It's like, you're... I guess it's the Britishness in me. It's baked into me. Uh, you it, know, it's it's a cult- like... As Andrew said, it's cultural. It's cultural. It's like when your wife goes on a trip and asks if you want anything, and you say right. no, and then she doesn't bring you anything, and you get mad. Sure. It's a lot like that. It's like that, yeah. I yeah, still, I still think you you're right. This is petty, regardless. <laughs> I told you it was petty. <laughs> okay, okay. So I, we, we 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 rambled on. We talked about this in in terms of language and writing and things, but and then Neil's talking about ordering with coffee and service or other things. But outside of those, Andrew, what's one that's real quick? That, oh. Well, hold on. Re- re- rephrase the question here, Martin. <laughs> What's something that society or we've kind of been too lazy or we're kind of letting die or let go as of a culture? Like, for me, I would say... Uh, Besides truth and news and, and stuff. <laughs> Honestly, I, I would say church is 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 becoming less and less prevalent. Um um, in I mean, this, in some countries, I I would say yes, with some countries, but I would say it's with the current generations that are coming around. Like sure. I'm I, out of my family, I'm the first one to not be confirmed in the church, and then my niece is not confirmed in the church. Um, I my uh, great nephew is you know one years old, but I don't know that he's been baptized. Sure. So, so I'm so saying as a, this is a black hole, but is that a good thing or a bad thing in your opinion? Uh, I, I, I see there's nothing wrong with being spiritual or anything. And but, so um, I, I went to youth group and everything, but I just, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to go to church. I didn't, I didn't like going through the whole process of church. And so um, but I'm not liking it doesn't mean that it's not valuable, like, especially as a kid. That's not what Marty's saying. Oh, okay. I'm I'm saying that on on Sunday mornings it's like yeah I could go to church. It just I I know I'm too lazy to put the priority in to go myself. And my the belief that my family has brought, been brought up with is that we're Lutherans and we're the original original Protestants and we believe in faith over works. And so as the church is like as long as you believe like. Okay, you know, in, in the Holy Trinity, then you're you're good. Yeah. That's what that's right. what I've understood, and that's what I've gone through. And so I'm like, then what's the deal? And so, um, you know, I try to do the right thing. You know, treat others with respect, and go through you know the the um, the teachings of of uh, of JC. And to me, that's good enough for me. But that's my own laziness, and I'm I'm fully aware of that, and I, I'm nope, seeing it more and more. But that that's my example. Yeah. Uh, going back, I mean, going on your example, but going back to what Neil said, I think that's definitely localized to certain areas, regions, and, you know, to some extent to different generations. But I don't really think there's a major decline. But it may be something that you notice where you're at. But as far as my example goes, if, if there's something that society is letting die slowly painfully and to my annoyance it's the use of turn signals <laughs> blinkers you mean blinkers indicators blinkers <laughs> turn signals whatever you want to call them yeah i agree that's completely degraded 
It does. It has degraded. And it, and you used to get pulled over. Like yeah. you could, you would. And I'm sure now and then people still do, but generally I don't think you, you're not very likely to. Well, no, because it's something that they can't monitor 24 7. Because it's pervasive. Uh, If someone's going to change lanes in front of a cop, they're probably going to use their blinker. But if they're going to change lanes in front of me, they sure shit aren't doing it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, in Seattle, that is for sure. I think that's the worst part of driving in Seattle. Like, I don't mind the traffic, it's that. So I I agree with you. And as as subtle, as, as silly as it sounds, it's probably the most significant one we've talked about. Because none of the other things actually have fuck all to do with your actual safety, right? This is like you could be dead. Excuse me, mine will, mine has to do with your with your savior being Which saved. One? Oh, literally. Oh. Yeah. So, Damn, Marty, that's, that's two jokes. That's, that's, that's two. That's not a joke. That's two bad dad jokes. That's already. not a joke. <laughs> that wasn't. It. I was serious. Oh my god! You I, that that was not a joke. Okay, it might have been made tongue in cheek, but it was like going like don't write don't write off my example. That's what that was. If we don't talk long enough, Marty will walk back on his words to where you're <laughs> we'll right. Just Neil. Sit here. We're just gonna wait. No, but no, that's my example. Uh but there's there's probably plenty of things out there. But uh no. Interesting. Okay. Well. I guess one thing to counter the argument of the signal is, I guess it it gets made. It's a moot point eventually through self driving cars and all the systems because they don't care. Or taking Ubers because then you're not driving, you're not the one yeah. signaling, so or indicating. Well, yeah, where you're but going. you're still in a car driven by a human at that point that could crash. For but you. there's less drivers, so the higher the odds True. that somebody's going to remember to do it. So there's less drivers. So, all right. Uh, anywho, joke of the week. Uh, did you hear there's uh, a new, We already had it. There's a new invention. It's the broom. It's sweeping the nation. You know, about four podcasts ago, they were good. Thank <laughs> 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 you. Well, hey, well. Do you, do you want it slowly dying? The quality of Marty's jokes. Yeah, that's what's dying. <sighs> I, I. Well. It was, well, it, was, it wasn't until the invention of the wheel, it, when and things didn't get going and are rolling until the invention of the wheel. Sorry, I, I butchered that one, but that one's enjoyable too. That's not helping your case. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we should probably wrap it up, right? We should definitely wrap it up. Yeah. If you guys want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook at Plans Are Optional or on Twitter at Optional Plans and on TikTok at... Well, we need we need five uh, five likes or well, five mentions. I was mentions. just hoping Neil would come up with a name right now. Well, he's well, I, don't know what the, I don't know what the format is for a TikTok account. Neither Let's just say I. that it's a hash. So it will be hash Plans Are Optional <laughs> at TikTok. <laughs> On TikTok, there we go. Because I'm this, not. What do you want me to do? Just pick a random name that doesn't have anything to do with us. Try try optional. Depending plans on the are, plans content, are yes. Yeah. I, honestly, I think that you know, I know we're closing up here, but I think our chances of of success on TikTok are promising. I think we I think we may have found through your friend a, a great platform here. So 
couple of weeks, we're going to be famous through TikTok. Well, um, I do want I do want to give special notice to uh, Francis, Michelle, uh, Simeon, some others that have been um, getting and interacting with the articles. I'm sorry, I was late on posting those, um, but good to see the user interaction coming back on Facebook. So, thanks, you all. Yep. And we're gonna send this one to the interwebs. Not the thanks dark for webs. Listening. Not the dark webs. Yep. You can cut that out. <laughs> the disdain in your voice is not disguised. <laughs> Have you been listening to this podcast, Neil? That's all Andrew is. <laughs> I know. When I open my I mouth. Know.